Yeah, good morning, friends. Josh Miller here, back with another episode of Hood Rat Things with Friends. I'd like to let you all know I'm happy that you're here. Grateful that you're taking the time to hang out with me. Today I'm on the road again, like I was in my first episode. However, this time I'm on a journey to go skateboard. If you remember last time I was out doing work. I took a little a little time to do a short episode. So today I'm out before work going to skate. Get a little exercise. <clears throat> so anyway, since the uh, last time we talked, I was out for a drive and I found uh, a PlayStation 2 and an Xbox. 360. Basically in the trash. Basically on the curb. Somebody had thrown them away. Gotten rid of them. And uh, there was also a large TV and some other thing I didn't grab. I didn't grab the TV either because basically our house is full of, of TVs that I found over the last year or so. And uh, we, we figured we probably don't need another one. So... I did need a PlayStation 2, though, as I'm sure you could understand. And also, I mean, I could use an Xbox 360, right? Who couldn't? And, and both of the, the systems, they came with games, which I was pretty excited about. Um, all in all, I got Left 4 Dead, Part 1 and 2, Grand Theft Auto 4 and 5, uh, Hot Shots Golf, Major League Baseball 2008, and uh, I think like a John Madden football game. <clears throat> Suffice to say, the game I've been playing most has been Hot Shots Golf. Now, this game is, is uh, admittedly dated as it came out in like, I don't know, 2002 or three or something, maybe 2004, I don't know. But it's really fun. It's It, it reminds me a little bit of... of uh, you know, the Wii Golf. Now, I have to take a moment and say the Wii Golf is, is obviously better in almost every possible way. But, all things considered, Hot Shots Golf is, is pretty fun. I, I continue to pick this, this young woman character, and <clears throat> while I'm learning, you know, the, to handle the game well, she has a lot of cheeky remarks, and quite a bit of sarcasm, which I find wildly entertaining. She'll say things like, gotta try harder, or oh no, like like if I don't do, if I don't do a good shot, she gets, she gets frustrated with, <clears throat> I guess herself, but in turn that would be me, as I'm controlling her actions, so she gets frustrated with me. But I find it really funny, just because it's so of the time to to get that way in a game, almost, almost breaking that fourth wall, sort of, but anyway, super fun game, I got to play it last night for maybe a half hour after everybody went to bed, <clears throat> it's really fun, I, I look forward to playing it again soon, but the, uh, the real thing is, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting Kingdom Hearts that was out on PlayStation 2 back, you know, like, right around the time I finished high school. 
and, and I got that game back then, and I only played it a little bit. I think I got to, like, I don't know, the Alice in Wonderland stage, <clears throat> but that was it. So I want to get that game, and I want to share it with with my people, and I want to play it, see how far I get as an, as an older adult. I think it would be fun. I also really want to get Metal Gear Solid, and then, of course, Metal Gear Snake Eater, because those games are just top-shelf games. And, uh, you know, the more I sit and think about it, the more I remember how many great games there were for both the PlayStation and the PlayStation 2 system. You know, Spider-Man, Tony Hawk... I mean, for now, that's those are the ones that are popping into my head. But I know there's at least dozens more of, of very noteworthy games that I may have to <clears throat> try to get my hands on. Hopefully they won't be too pricey. But, you know, I was having a conversation with my friend Don the other day about how when we were kids, you know, we would <clears throat> we would kind of do the same thing. We would we would go curb shopping, if you will. We would we would see what people have have thrown away today. And uh, if there was anything good, we would obviously take it and repurpose it or use it. And and he re- he reflected on how as a kid he was always looking to find a Sega Genesis. And what a profound thing for a kid, you know to be thinking about and and searching for let's just say you know 1991 or 92 just for a moment imagine you're looking to find a Sega Genesis out in the wild it would be it would be incredible it would be astonishing to be able to find such a thing and and uh, he said he's still he's still to this day looking to have that situation and so I said hey you know Craigslist Craigslist does free you know people are giving stuff away he said no 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 absolutely not he insisted that it has to be in the wild like he has to stumble upon it and I just absolutely love that because I am the same exact way (laughs) it's such a such a purist thing to 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 want to do. I mean, I absolutely love it. I myself personally have found very stellar things in the trash, on the curb, however you want to call it. And it's such an absolutely invigorating feeling, such a a great experience to find something. You know, maybe something that you wanted but didn't have the opportunity to get or something that you have, you know, had your mind or eye on but just you know, for whatever reason you haven't had the resources or, you know, the time even just to go and get it. <clears throat> so in this case with finding the, the PlayStation 2 in the, in the trash, it was such a great feeling because for years I've wanted to get another one, but for whatever reason I just have not, you know, whether it's I'm too occupied getting skateboard or I'm too occupied getting like another Game Boy or something. For whatever reason, I just never got around to getting a PlayStation. I just, for whatever reason, I I couldn't wrap my mind around spending money for one. 
I don't know why, but then you're, you're driving or walking one day and you just see one right there out on the curb, out in the wild. And it's such an absolutely fantastic feeling to experience that. And I, I really hope that one day he finds a Sega Genesis out in the wild because it will be such a satisfying thing. And I, I really hope that happens. And I hope it happens soon because, you know, that would be awesome. And, and on that note, I also <clears throat> found um, a Neo Geo 4-in-1 arcade cabinet in the trash a couple months ago. I was driving, as I often do, through, you know, neighborhoods where I either had friends that used to live, or neighborhoods where I used to live, or just had a general interest in at some point during my past. And I was driving in Henrietta, down a street where I had a friend, two friends who used to live, you know, when I was a kid. I would go there, you know, every couple weeks or so and hang out, have a sleepover or whatever. And, you know, they both don't live here anymore. They've kind of moved on to different things. But I still drive down, you know, their street just to kind of reminisce. And um, one day I was driving down their street. And I'm just, I'm just casually driving. And I see this massive... Neo Geo arcade cabinet just sitting on the curb in front of this person's house. You know, the screen is intact. The 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 joysticks are they are unattached but still attached at the same time. It's hard to explain that. But basically it was a an almost complete arcade unit. And and I was you know, I didn't have anything with me. I wasn't able to just stop right then and there to to grab it, but I it was like a fire was lit inside me. I had to I had to get it. So I quickly drove back to my house as fast as I could. I got my trailer. I there were tons and tons of bricks in the back of my trailer. And so I had to get all the bricks out and it was raining and and I was like, I got to hurry. Someone is going to grab this thing. And I just got the trailer, I hooked it up, I sped back to my, my old friend's neighborhood, and it was still there. Like, you, you can imagine the feeling of excitement. And I was like, okay, I gotta get this in the back of the trailer. So I brought a dolly, because I imagined it was gonna be heavy. This thing was so heavy, friends, that I didn't think I was gonna even be able to do it. I was by myself. I was like, this thing, this thing has to weigh hundreds and hundreds of pounds. I don't even know how heavy it is. But I was able to, to get it on the dolly, hoist it, carry it over this really rough, broken concrete, and then I couldn't even get it up the, the ramp into the trailer. I had to set it down and carefully lay it sideways and just shimmy it onto the trailer as carefully as I could. And, and I did, and I got it on the trailer, and it was raining again, like I said, which is not ideal for an arcade cabinet, obviously, but I did it, and I drove home like, you know, just the happiest little kid in the world just was was told, hey, 
you know, you can go to the arcade all afternoon and here's like 50 bucks. Get as many quarters as you want. It's all you, kid. And I was just like smiling ear to ear. I was so happy. I got that thing home and I just looked at it and it like checked it out just to see what the deal was with it. And basically it was, you know, it was missing the, the motherboard and I believe it's going to need a power uh, power supply and, you know, various other upkeep kind of things with the wiring and stuff like that. Maybe the monitor. I don't really know. I'm, I'm kind of new to all this. But in any event, this, this find was so epic that I just, I was like high, you know? I was like on cloud nine, just ecstatic with excitement about finding this thing and you know it's in my garage now and I haven't had a lot of time to work on it but I did order a motherboard and I have joined some groups that are you know into repairing and collecting of old arcade cabinets so I've got some good resources set up and I'm really looking forward to this project so yeah anyway <clears throat> I'm gonna go skate for a while, and uh, when I'm done skating, I'll come back and, and finish up this episode with you guys and girls and whoever happens to be listening in, whatever your deal is, I hope hope you're enjoying our time together, because I sure am, and I will talk to you all in a little bit. See ya. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode two of Hood Rat Things with Friends. Just finished skating. It was a beautiful day out there. It was like 70 degrees and sunny. Very, very fluffy, fluffy clouds just kind of floating by, just like balloons. Just kind of carefree, comfy, loose. It was a good session. It was a mini session. It was a short time out today. Cause I gotta get to work and stuff like that. But it, it was really nice. I I just love getting out and just getting to skate, even if it's just a little bit. Get get a nice sweat going and just get that get that heart rate going, get the blood pumping. It's just good exercise, I think, and it's fun. I waxed up a curb. I got this really cool. Alien Workshop prescription wax from the company Alien Workshop, as maybe you may have known or heard about. The wax is in the shape of a pill, red and white. Very big. Like, unbelievably big. Like, you think of a pill and you think, okay, yeah, I could swallow that. This this pill, this wax pill, is like five inches long and like two inches thick it's so fun I've waxed up multiple curbs using this this pill and I think I'm going to have to order some more because I really I really enjoyed it <clears throat> I'm still really enjoying it so anyway a few minutes ago half an hour ago whatever it was we were talking about curb shopping, finding arcade cabinets and various video game systems in the trash. It's just, what a magical idea. 
you know, somebody had this really cool thing, they enjoyed it, they they maximized their their pleasure from this item, and then they were done with it. And they just set it free. And then there it is, waiting to be found by me or you or somebody else. And it's just such an exciting thing. I, I can't stop talking about it today. Um, it's just really cool that somebody would just throw away an arcade cabinet. Like, you know, maybe there's people out there that would, would say, oh, but picking up an old broken arcade cabinet, that's a stupid idea. Why would you do that? But the fact is, it's not a stupid idea. At least not to me. It's a great idea. This thing is, is, uh, <clears throat> it's old. It had a date inside, 1993 it was built. And I can tell you for a fact that it was assembled in California, near where I was living, in 1993. And to me, that's just infinitely fascinating. Now, Neo Geo is a Japanese company. And of course, a lot of the manufacturing of the chip components and stuff took place overseas. But the manufacturing of the cabinet itself and additional components was absolutely done in California, United States. Which I think is cool. And, you know, how many years ago was 1993? It was almost 30 years ago. That's, you know, it's not what I would necessarily consider an antique in the traditional sense of the word, but it's definitely old, and I would call it vintage. Oh, and, and the the thing is, it came with with games. So the, the Neo Geo 4-in-1 originally came with a motherboard that could support up to four games, and you could cycle through the games upon putting a quarter in the machine and decide which game you want to play. You know, maybe they have Metal Slug. Maybe they have Samurai Showdown. But, needless to say, there was a variety of games. Whereas, you know, you go and you put a quarter in to another machine and you just get to play Pac-Man or Dragon's Lair or whatever. So it was cool. It gave people options. And this arcade cabinet that I found, though it didn't have a motherboard, it did have games. And the games themselves are worth over $100 if you were to check eBay or, you know, video game collector groups, something like that. Sorry, I got a little distracted. There's a, there's a man across the street throwing boxes off the roof of, of a very tall bookstore and it's it's caught my attention anyway I bet he's having a good time so this this arcade cabinet came with games and it's like oh but you can't play the games because it didn't come with a motherboard and that's totally okay because being as it may you can order a motherboard online and that's exactly what I did. I ordered a motherboard online, it came, and now it's up to me to fix this arcade cabinet, to refurbish this cabinet, if you will. And it's a very exciting prospect, and I look forward to it very much. 
And, you know, maybe I'll get some friends to come help me, point me in the right direction, give me some tips. <clears throat> but once it's all good and finished, I'm going to have an arcade cabinet from, from 1993 with the original games in it, and it's going to be awesome. Now, I have an arcade cabinet separate from this one. This one I built a couple years ago. It's called the Starcade. And, you know, if you're a friend of mine, you've you've probably seen it or maybe even played it. And this is one of those things where I built the the cabinet. I installed a, a monitor in it. And then I bought one of those, you know, several thousand games built into one apparatus. And so it's like, it's like a set of joysticks with the buttons. I think it's called a Pandora's box. So what I did was I built the the arcade cabinet and I ordered the peripheral. And when it came, you just plug it in and there you go. You can play. It's got like 2,000 games on it. Some games I had never heard of. Some games that are just absolutely classic, such as Street Fighter 2, Metal Slug, X-Men, Simpsons. The list goes on. In addition, there's a variety of uh, what I would consider bootleg versions of well-known games like Pac-Man, Burger Time, Centipede, Dig Dug, etc. And they're just so fun. You know, when you're having a barbecue or, you know, your kid has friends come over, just the look in their eyes to see this arcade cabinet and, like, what? You mean I can just play this? Yeah. It's very fun. When I built that arcade cabinet, like I said, it was a couple years ago, I was was having a little bit of a hard time just because, you know, the news, as it generally tends to be, was, was particularly negative this one day. And it weighed on me exceptionally heavily. And so I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna build an arcade cabinet. To heck with it. And I just went out bought some wood started cutting you know I didn't have any blueprints I didn't have a plan I just kind of went off the cuff as I do for a lot of different projects that I do I just looked at some pictures on the internet of what arcade cabinet shapes there were and I just kind of went with one and I hand drew it cut it all up screwed it all together I had a tv that my father-in-law had given me and it was the perfect fit so I set that inside bought some plexiglass fastened that over the front and then waited for the the peripheral to come and as soon as the peripheral arrived I just it was the perfect fit just so happened to be I kind of loosely went on the dimensions of the peripheral and I just slid it right into the space plugged it in and boom I was playing turtles in time that night I was playing the punisher and Nick Fury that night And I was just like, yeah, this is amazing. And it turns out it's a pretty popular idea. I don't know if it it always has been, if it's a a recent development, but building your own arcade cabinets kind of has become a thing. And not only that, there's a company called 1UP Arcade, and right around the same time they started putting out kind of you know, inexpensively manufactured 
miniature arcade games. Now, these games generally only come with two or three games, which is totally cool. But it's not the same as having thousands of games. My friend Mike, after speaking about this project, he went ahead and built an arcade cabinet for his home as well. Now, he built uh, like a countertop size arcade, and he attached it to the wall. And that thing looks amazing. He got the decals for the side with all the video game characters. He built cup holders in this thing so you can like sit down there and have a favorite drink while you play the game. And uh, I had an opportunity to go over and play it a couple months ago with some friends and super fun. Just so much fun. And uh, yeah. I think I'm going to work on getting some some guests to come by the show, maybe do a Zoom call or a, a phone chat or something, just to get a little uh, interaction going, some uh, some additional insights, because cause as, as much fun as this is, I think it would be even more fun to have a friend or two show up and just uh, get into it. But for now... I'm going to get going, and I will see you all next time. I hope you have a great day, and take care.